All right, right, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Sages podcast. I did not do it as dramatic as I do usually because I am actually extremely sad for the end of Avengers with Endgame. Doug doesn't care, but that's all right. You know, Doug has more important things to worry about than whether or not Marvel Avengers will ever be in another movie. But yeah, it's like a woman with sports. You just don't really care. (laughs) I know how they feel, I guess. You should. Now, see, now you understand. Now you understand. After having been my friend for long enough, you should now be able to relate to your wife better when she said <laughs> she doesn't care about something. Be like, hey, I just listened to her the way I listened to Jay talk, and we're good. You know, they, everybody needs their friend that's like that, that they can just listen to them talk and be like, I don't care at all what they're saying, but I'm feigning like I care. That'll help you understand your spouse. Unless, of yeah, course, you, you know, you've helped me with patience and endurance when, when it comes to superheroes. <laughs> well, that is good. That is good. Oh, <coughs> cold coffee. All right. <coughs> well, actually, it's like lukewarm coffee, which isn't quite the same as cold. All right. So we're going to be talking. We're starting a new series. We kind of went over it last time, but we, we're not calling Catholicism a cult. We just wanted to go over the differences between Catholicism and Protestantism. But right now we're going to be starting a new series on cults. So the first one that we are going to tackle is alien worship. (laughs) (laughs) That was Doug being beamed up right there. He was, he was, he's. No, I'm still here. I dodged it. Oh, you did. So you're not being probed as we speak. That's good. (laughs) That's good. That's really good. What is now? See, that's guess, another thing. What is I guess the verbally? F- I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the fascination with aliens and probing nether regions? I mean, it's you seems... know. <clears throat> oh, anyway, you know, it kind of starts in Genesis six, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <clears throat> I guess so. It does. Yeah. L- elaborate on that. Elaborate on how probing nether region starts in Genesis six. Oh, I guess, <laughs> I guess not not exactly, but that's kind of where you get the whole um, other dimensional being coming in and yeah, yeah, yeah. engaging in relations with a human. Sure, sure. So that's actually mentioned in 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 Genesis, or is it just in? See, I was I didn't actually look that up, so I was always assumption that it was only the Book of Enoch. That discussed the Nephilim and the spirits coming down and having sex with the children of men. Was that actually yeah, in Genesis? Enoch actually talks about the giants eating, uh, the Nephilim eating men. Oh. Because they would get them to do their work for them. They were, you know, forceful and dominated. And then they'd be like, bring me food. And if they didn't bring them food, then they'd be like, well, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, does that. I mean, obviously, the Book of Enoch is not scripture, so it was right. not canonized. It's not now. Interestingly, scripture. though, Jude actually quotes Enoch. Yeah, and that's true. the he Book does. of Jude says, um, "And the angels, who did not stay with their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the day of right, the really great day." So. Um, now, of course, I'm not saying that means Jude is, or I'm. I mean, Enoch is right. a canon canonical, but um, it's no, interesting though that no, he does true. quote him because a lot of the Jews in their day in that time knew the book of like Jesher and. Oh, well, uh, there was Enoch. definitely more books to the Old Testament. 
I mean, as far as yeah. that they that they had kind of looked at as prophetical or canon in some shape or form. I mean, the Pentateuch and, and what we had kept in the Bible was what they believed was important for doctrine. Because it's like um, right. I was listening to a, a YouTube channel and, and one of the spiritual leaders that was actually talking about this had, had mentioned that what does the Bible, the Bible doesn't talk about aliens because the Bible is specifically designed for doctrine. It's about the relationship between God and man. It's not about right. whether or not there are aliens in the world, whether or not Nephilim exists, whether or not what demons are. None of that is, is essential to, necessarily essential to our relationship with God. So it doesn't necessarily, right. it's, it wasn't necessarily put in the Bible as a canon for doctrine, because that stuff isn't designed for doctrine. It's, it's, right, it's yeah. really not necessary in the explanation between a relationship between God and man. It just isn't. It's kind of like the Apocrypha, where it's not inspired scripture. Um, right. And, and you know, even Jesus' Old Testament, the 39 books we have. So I think we're pretty safe to say, you know, the Apocrypha is not as inspired. Um, but it does have some good stuff in there that we could, like, historically, you know, kind of like you read a history book. Um, yeah. But you don't take it as, like you said, like doctrine. Right, and, that, and that's the point. So let's kind of jump into that into this now so most most from what i have discovered most alien worshipers and most alien cults believe that aliens created the universe that or at least that seeded humankind they don't necessarily believe aliens created the universe but that aliens seeded mankind and created life on the earth um, and are responsible for all of the good in mankind and all of the bad is actually mankind itself, and all of our uh, our religious structures, all of our moral code came from these aliens, and that at some point in the distant future, that's not that they have no idea, you know, they don't know the exact date, that these aliens are going <clears> to <throat> return. So, yeah. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, that is a very, it is very close to, in a lot of ways to Christianity to some degree. That it's almost like a, a, a hybrid of Christianity. That in well, a way yeah. they're kind of taken the from so you know they're taking from Christianity the basic some basic principles. Right. Um, yeah, that's the that's the thing with really all religions, but uh, you know cults too is yeah is there's there's a lot of things that are very similar. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially like the concept of good good and evil, um, good will ultimately triumph, or or there's two forces going against one another. I mean, that's throughout the entire Bible. Right. Uh, one difference would be um, sort of the, the way we um, view our God as, as sort of, he's not a force of good against a sort of like a co-equal force of evil. Right. And we're just hoping that good will ultimately triumph. We know that you know God, even in the evil, even in the His plan is working out towards uh, redemption and ultimate yeah. consummation of all things, and that yeah. includes you know uh, the death of, of Jesus didn't just save us, but it's about our whole world, our whole universe. Right. Um, but I mean, it, it, but there are a lot of similarities when you look at you know even in places uh, like in Africa in villages. I think there was one place where every year they would have one of the uh, one of the people run through like right. um, all these people with rods and they would hit them with these rods. 
and it was basically he was representing the atonement. He was taking upon himself. Uh, they had never heard of Christianity, right. but this one person would run through, and it's, it's very similar to because humanity knows that our sins must be accounted for. Right. Um, and so a lot of these re- religions have have sort of fallen concepts, I would say. Well, because, you know, when you really look at it, all of mankind came from the same stock. So we all came from God. We all came from Adam and Eve. We all came from a basic, even if you believe in evolution, we all came from, from the base, same basic ancestry. Yeah. There wasn't different ancestry. We all came from the same ancestry. So, so the understanding, the spiritual understandings were passed down from, that, from the same basic ancestry. So, which is also why all of all religions from almost every area in the world have some basic similarities because they're they're based on the same religious ideology, which we know to be Jesus Christ, and we know that it was God, and, and or Judaism back in the you know the ancient days of the worship of Elohim or of God. So it makes perfect sense that these. If these aliens are demonic, let's just say that these people who see these entities that are calling themselves aliens, they they use a name which means gods, in essence, because Elohim means right. gods. So they use this 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 generic, in a way, religious name that can be equated all the way back to the beginning of human history, in essence, the, the you right. know, Elohim, in order to dis, in order to deceive people. So. In my opinion, it's it is in essence so close to Christianity that you can't. It really there's no way for it not to be a doctrine of demons. Just to be honest with you, right? Yeah. There's no way for it not to be a doctrine of demons. It's just close enough to Christianity to try and make sense to that part of us that believe that that is that you know that is connected to God and wants to be connected to God, and it just makes just enough sense to our reasoning and touches that just enough that it can dissuade us, that it can actually move people away from the truth uh, of Christianity. Which I remember I was talking to one of my college professors once after school, and and I had he you know he wasn't he was an atheist, and I was telling him that if you see something throughout all of recorded human history that is still considered a basic truth in almost every religion, then there is some truth behind that. And he agreed with me. And I said, so Christianity, you can find the truths of Christianity, a version of it in every form of every religion, pretty much, in some way, shape, or form. Um, but anyway, getting back to, you know, these, these alien cults, um, they believe that, most of them believe that, in essence, another one of the belief system is that all of the ancient gods, whether it be the Greek gods, the Egyptian gods, the Roman gods, that they were all aliens, in essence, that they're based yeah. in aliens. Demigods were humans who were half alien, half human, which a lot of people have equated that to Nephilim, that the Nephilim and those de- fallen angels and the ones that the giants and the ones that slept with human beings, that, they, that what they created were demigods and that they were the gods of ancient times, the gods worshipped yeah. by any ancient culture that was in existence, that they actually represented something real. And But to the alien worshiper, they were aliens. Instead, right, of, yeah. instead of Nephilim or, you know, which... I and, guess... and back to what you were saying, um, <clears throat> what we have, what's interesting is when man fell, he was created in the image of God. When he fell, he didn't lose that image, though it was corrupted to the core. Right. Um, and you see that because in, in uh, Genesis 9, God tells... Uh, Noah, yeah. um, 
do not kill a man because he was he's created an image of God, or it might have been Cain, he said that too. But anyway, and then he says in James, he talks about the tongue. He talks about you speak curses and you speak blessings. Uh, you speak about the cursings to someone who is created in God's image. Um, and so that's that's the whole thing um, with that. And also we were created to worship something. Right. Um, and But back to now on to the demonic um, it's definitely demonic you know the, all the yeah. things that we that's what we were talking about earlier is our our interpretation of things and the bible has answers and solutions all these things that people are looking into True. Uh, the paranormal activities the aliens the alien um, uh, obsession that's going on the bible has answers for all these things i mean if you see from a biblical world through you do you, you see uh, the demonic. You believe in the demonic. Sure. And we are, um, let's see, Walter Martin said it this way. He said, we're surrounded by another dimension of reality that is not right. subject to the senses, but is nevertheless as real as anything material, and it is capable of penetrating our dimension and doing things contrary to the law that govern our, laws that govern our dimension. Right. And so if, if, as Christians, we believe that, but often when you talk to people about um, I'm talking about to Christians. Right. They're very speculative or, or, or skeptical about um, when, when you start right. mentioning anything supernatural. But here's the thing I would say about um, right. uh, for those who are so obsessed with uh, aliens is 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 you look at certain things like um, Genesis six right. um, that we kind of talked about. Instead of dumbing it down, let's find out what it really means. Instead of dumbing it down and saying, well, sons of God, Bene Elohim, uh, which had always been understood and interpreted to be uh, angels of God right. or a high rank of angels. Um, let's, let's say that's just sons of Seth or, you know, men right. sure. and that these are daughters of Adam. And, and that way we can um, explain away um, right. sort of a tough scripture, a controversial scripture. Um, but I think, you know, if a human has relations with another human, they're not going to have some freakish uh, giant. You know, that's not no. going to be the result. Oh, of course not. And, um, and, you know, but again, we get that gets back to the idea that we had kind of discussed. And I, you know, after having studied a little bit about Mormonism, I can understand why my comments would seem extreme earlier about DNA, yeah. because to a Mormon we have godly DNA and, and that, that Elohim was just a, a, a human in essence or a, or a being like us that attained godhood and that we can technically in essence attain godhood at some point. Well, I don't believe that, but I do yeah. believe that if we can, if we can have Nephilim DNA in us, you know what I'm saying? Like what we're saying that there's such a thing as Nephilim DNA or that there's giant DNA or that there's demon DNA because they're able to have sex with human beings and create a hybrid. So, you know, to me, that doesn't go so far away from the idea that, in essence, again, from a from only from the genetic standpoint I was talking to, our DNA doesn't come from this universe originally, or at least it wasn't. It you know we were designed by God before the universe, in essence, you know, be, the form of us because we are designed in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, that form existed before the universe existed. 
so which we were talking about what makes humans different is the fact that our form and structure was designed originally before the universe was created where other beings maybe not nephilim or demons but you know dogs and cats and plants and trees and other things that are created alive considered alive those things their form and structure was not created from or out of a form and structure that existed before the universe they they came into being at the same time anyway right right yeah and the thing is though i here's the thing with so but before the incarnate christ right what i you know god had no form as far as he is a spirit he doesn't have flesh and bones he he even said deuteronomy 4 there is no form for which you you saw god um and 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 yeah, but that and can before, be inter- that's that, the whole that's point interpreted of Jesus coming. That can be interpreted differently. Not that he has no form, but that we can't see him because well, the Bible talks yeah, he, about I mean, there he is, is invisible. There is but no, when Jesus, right? But he says that no man has seen God live. But then when Moses asked to see God, he put him in the cleft of the rock and covered him and let his and let and pass by him. The Bible says. So if yeah. that's if that's and there possible, were theophanies too in the Old Testament, right. you know. But I mean, you know, but the. Uh, but the fire, the bush, uh, Jesus was in the um, burning furnace and all those, and the angel of the Lord and stuff like that. Right. But when Jesus became uh, man, when the word, the Logos, before time, he was the Logos. He was the second, he was always the eternal son of God, the second person of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. But now the human uh, nature was cr- created in time and space, and he took on Mary's substance. Though he was still fully divine, so he right. th- and the divine is not material. So I previous agree. to coming to Earth, he didn't possess a body. He was the pre-existent, uh, sort of like the John one. He was uh, in the beginning was the Word. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's um, true. That is true, and I agree um, with that. So the Word is what we consider the body, because the Bible says that the Word became flesh and and dwelt among us, and that was Jesus. Yeah. So the Word is the third part of the Trinity then. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I'm i not disagreeing with you. The by sec- any, yeah, the second by, part. By, or yeah, second part. I'm not disagreeing with you by any stretch of the imagination. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. But what I'm saying is, is that we don't actually, the Bible doesn't actually say, no, he did not have a body. No, the idea of a physical form did not exist in God until this universe was birthed into being and we came into being. See, that's all I'm saying. Is that the right, I mean, that, that we, we don't have this absolutely with a certainty placed before us in the Word of God? No, the body didn't. He didn't have a body. That's all I'm saying. Okay, descriptions of God are come like this. Even though we have anthro, we have Father. anthro, we have right of God the Father. We have anthropomorphic language that is used to describe God all the time. Like for example, he has a, he has like when Roman um, Mormons say he has an arm and a hand. So therefore, he's a man. He has a form like a man. You can say, well, he, he he's also doesn't cluck like a chicken because it says he'll he'll cover you in his feathers. And there's other, you know, it, we're using anthropomorph, anthropomorphic language, just like when it says God regretted that he did this. Right. He didn't actually re- regret. He, he might have felt a certain way, but right. he okay. didn't say, oh, man, I really made a mistake. I'm but not- he was relating uh, right, I understand, but in the spirit, and we talked about this before, when John was in the spirit, 
and in and, and, and Revelation, he saw physically represented things that had physical representations. He actually saw stuff. Now, granted, we, we both said that, and I agree, they were in the spirit, but they had a physical form to some yeah. degree. And so that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm yeah, just I'm saying, saying, I mean, I'm saying that the, you know, what we are now in fallen state is not what we were designed to be. So, so Jesus, when he came was a non-fallen man in essence, you know, which is why he was able to function and be the sacrifice that we couldn't be because he was perfect. He was sinless. He was a non-fallen man who walked in the spiritual power of a non-fallen man. But he was also God. So part of uh, part of this, too, is the reason that, you know, you got to say, what is God? Well, he he describes what he is, spirit, infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness. He And that's why he don't make an image. I mean, the Bible, so you can't no, make I, a bull and call it Yahweh. I, I and do it's agree. Because, because when he said, I am who I am, he's saying, I will define who I am. You're not going to define me, Moses. Sure, and I saw it from a different standpoint. I saw him by saying, I am alive, I am, I exist, and I'm not defined yeah, by your, I agree with that too. your yeah. explanation of what existence is. You know, so you can't create a statue of me. Like when he went to, when, when he, what, what do I tell? Because pretty much what he was saying was, what do I tell the Egyptians who worship statues and worship these gods, these anthropomorphic gods, and tell them, well, I exist, I'm not statue, I'm not stone, I'm not the stars or the heavens, I exist, I am. And so, yeah. um, so I mean, we're both on the same point, but, but what I'm saying is, is that just like aliens, the Bible does not definitely say, no, God did not have that. Jesus, the physical form of Jesus, is not an is not part of God, and you know what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't necessarily state that otherwise, either way. Well, now, the Father just, God, right. the Father I'm, I'm God, the saying... Bible says God is a spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. The, we obviously know the Holy Spirit is a spirit. We get that. We understand that. But it also says that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and and or you know, in in John five, and He also says blood, water, and spirit. These three are one. You know, so so there are things in the that the Bible does not necessarily completely define. Is all I'm saying. We couldn't comprehend it. If, that I agree with. If, you know, we, we we even have problems comprehending what is clear. You know, I mean, even the Trinity, sometimes if you think too much about it, it just, it's hard for us to grasp. But um, but anyway, back to what we were talking about. How do you, how do you get a baby alien to sleep? How do you get a baby alien to sleep? You rock it. <laughs> That's dumb. I got right, one. The, last, the, the one I had that was good is this one. So, you know, in Roswell, I forgot where I got this one, but in Roswell, you know, the whole thing, I think in Arizona, where the UFO landed in yeah. 1947, like a disc-shaped uh, yes, thing. Yeah, Roswell, New Mexico. So, the, you know, the conspiracy theorists say the government uh, tried to cover it up, calling it a weather balloon. Well, I have proof. Do you know? I have absolute proof that this was an alien. Okay. A physical alien. What is the proof? The proof is... Exactly nine months after this landing, after this episode, Al Gore was born. <laughs> That's really good. Now, do you know that? <laughs> hold on, because I got a joke, but I have to. I have to talk about something I want to talk about first. Guy Consolmagno is the head um, astronomer for the Vatican. And they actually believe in the existence of aliens. As a matter of fact, 
one of the popes, I want to say it was Pope John Paul II, believed that an alien visited him. Oh, so, great. yeah. And so they also hinted that they believe in evolution. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, uh, uh, and they believe, they definitely believe in the existence of aliens. And um, he says, the, the one guy I was talking to said, the Big Bang, they believe, if the Big Bang theory was, if the Big Bang theory is correct, then what preceded the universe was gravity, was fluctuations in gravity. So, if the Big Bang Theory was created by gravity fluctuations and they believe that God is gravity, then this is why Catholics celebrate Mass. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing when oh, I heard that's good. it. was the best joke I've heard in a long time. That was that so great. awesome. It's Man, so you, <laughs> Why'd you have to come up right after my outboard joke? That was good. But it's just great because, I mean, it's a nerd joke by all means. Yeah. But still, that, I mean, that's such a great idea, you know, because if God, if, if God created the universe and God is technically gravity because gravity created the universe, then that's why they celebrate mass, which I think is just – that was hysterical. That is funny. It's that's just that's funny. good. It's great. It's one of my you – know, you know. <laughs> That's funny. And so, really to that point, it's, um, you know, kind of to what we were talking about is – we, we approach the world with our biblical worldview. Nobody is yeah. neutral. Wow. And, yeah, that was a point I was going to cover. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, so nobody is neutral, but what you have, and we talked about this, we talked about how um, a lot of reinterpretations began happening after Darwinian evolution. Yes. So in the late 19th century, there were a lot of things, including what we were just talking about, about the B'nai Elohim and how, right. well, you don't actually believe that. and. And and we talked about this too. It doesn't really matter if, if you interpret it one way or the other. It's one of those controversial texts that has no that has no impact on Right, um, exactly. You know what I mean? It's kinda of like It's like do you believe really believe Nephilim's had sex with humans? No. Whether you do or not, it's immaterial to the base doctrine of Christianity. It doesn't change yeah. it. It doesn't change God, you know, it doesn't well, change. Yeah, and and so but but here's the thing and in the world we live in, it seems like uh, we were talking about how uh, evolutionists, uh, um, aliens and evolution. Actually, no, that's not the point I was making. Just talking about how we, we, how we, how we try to interpret to sound so smart to these evolutionists. It's yeah. just ridiculous. But then we were talking about how even evolutionists today. Um, so in our our culture, in our our really new age culture we live in now. You know, we say we live in a Christian nation. It's really a new age neo-pagan nation but with aliens and paranormal and all this stuff um they're excited that it explains god god explains god away but even atheistic evolutionists like richard dawkins right. when talking about how incredibly complex the um seemingly designed world is that we live in or in our seemingly designed biology is he even mentioned maybe aliens put us here well of and course what, one thing that, you know, and, and that's the thing, one thing that evolutionists love about um, fate being placed in aliens is that they love the idea that life can happen anywhere, anywhere in the universe. And especially that there's a very, very far advanced, uh, far yes. evolved okay. life form that now. exists. As it, no, I agree in with the, you. In the, that existed in the past the way we do, but they've advanced after billions of years. And it gives credibility, they think, to their Yes, but theory. If you, when you go by scientific understanding, 
that they that that if you they, there is no way for in most planets that they have found they found billion whatever millions of planets the ones all of the ones that they have found none of them are enough like earth to sustain human life or carbon-based life as we understand it so if there is life on other planets and particularly the ones that we have discovered it cannot be like our it cannot be like us so right. there's it's it, and plus we were not like this whole idea that we were designed by aliens or by extra dimensional beings or whatever humanity human beings were not designed to be in outer space our physiology cannot handle being in outer space for long periods of time which is it's one of the biggest problems that scientists have when going to mars is that can a human being i mean how do you stop your muscles from atrophying how do you we need gravity you know how can you have a baby for instance in space without gravity when gravity helps pull the baby out there's so much about us that requires the type of gravity that's on Earth, the atmosphere that's on Earth, we, we can't handle the radiation that's in outer space. We can't handle the radiation on other planets. It's detrimental to us. We were not designed to be in outer space. So if we were seeded by aliens, by space-traveling aliens from other races, why are we then specifically genetically designed for this planet and this environment only? Thank you for listening to part one of episode 12, Alien Worship, which discusses alien worship as a religion. Episode 12, Part 2, is coming up next. Thank you so much.